Hello, I am Judes Cavillan, and this is another Rappler Podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Rappler's Newsbreak, Beyond the Stories. In this episode, pag-uusapan natin ang Visiting Forces Agreement, one of the many issues that are under the spotlight now, in line with President Rodrigo Duterte's order to terminate it. Kasama ko today sila JC Gotinga, ang defense reporter na Rappler, at si Sofia Tomacruz, who covers foreign affairs and also Malahanyang. They will help us navigate the issue of the VFA that admittedly can really be confusing. Hi, JC and Sofia. Thanks for joining me today. Alam kong ngarag na kayo in the past Hello. few days. Hi, Judes. Thank day. you. Thank Hi, you Sophia. for having us. So, I would like to get to it immediately kasi I'm excited for this discussion. Kasi ako medyo complicated din for me yung VFA. So, I hope this discussion will clear some things up. Let's hope. So JC, what is the Visiting Force Agreement? Ano ba yung covered nito? Okay, so yung VFA, um, if you look at it, it covers the range of possibilities kapag mm-hmm. ka merong um, US forces na dumarating dito sa atin sa Pilipinas. Mm-hmm. So it allows for passport and visa-free entry ng mga US military personnel mm-hmm. and mga civilians from the US or kahit sinong civilian, nakakailanganin nila for whatever activity or mission yung gagawin mm-hmm. nila in that particular instance. It also allows them to drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yung na hindi nila kailangan kumuha ng Philippine license okay. if they're gonna drive around wherever they will be in the Philippines. A criminal jurisdiction. Isa to sa pinaka-contentious and actually one of the longest portions of the VFA. Criminal jurisdiction for when U.S. servicemen have run-ins with the law. Mm. Or, or not just necessarily nga servicemen, but if there are civilians who are with them on that particular mission. Mm. Uh, claims or ito yung mga danyos, damages, um, incurred kung halimbawa man in, in the course of, let's say, a military exercise, merong asset ng Pilipinas na masira. Mm. Or may masirang asset ng Amerika. Ano yung terms nila? Yung, does anyone owe anyone damages in cases like that? Importation and exportation. What if bumili si US serviceman ng cellphone sa Pilipinas? Mm. Meron pa siyang kailangang bayarang duties pag iuwi uh-huh. niya na sa Amerika. Parang ganun. Movement of vessels and aircraft. Importante. Because when, um, so just backtracking a little, one of the big things nga here kasi is that this allows yung joint exercises, joint activities between the Philippine and US military. So that will involve, of course, yung pagpasok ng vessels nila. Mm. Um, mga barko and aircraft. So yung terms of that, may utang ba sila, may babayaran ba sila if they dock in our ports, uh-huh. which is wala. If their aircraft use our runways, our airports, yung ganon. And then of course, a clause for termination, which says na either side can initiate termination and it can be effective 180 days upon notice from either side. So yon. Basically, if you look at it, it's preparing for the possibilities, eventualities. Mm. Na kasi nga, yung background is, this came after we did not renew the lease uh-huh. of US bases mm-hmm. here in the Philippines. I have a quick question. Uh-huh. Din, uh, um, so is it right or is it accurate to say that the VFA allows for US troops to come in, allows for these military assets, let's say like Navy ships and military planes and everything. Does it allow for them to come in or is that not necessarily covered by the VFA? The VFA itself doesn't explicitly say this Mm -hmm. agreement allows the Mm -hmm. performance of exercises. When I read it, I didn't see any line that says that. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not an expert, I'm Mm -hmm. not a lawyer. However, it makes it a lot easier for them. 
Kaya siya sinasabi na this paves the way for the conduct of military exercises mm. between the two countries. Kasi, for example, yung nag-allow ka na they can come in in huge numbers kasi hindi sila hihinga ng passport. Okay. Hindi sila hihinga ng visa. Basta may ID sila na they are U.S. servicemen and meron silang authorization that they are participating in an activity, for example, the Balikatan exercises, uh-huh. then they can come in. Mm-hmm. And imagine if we didn't have that, isa-isa ba silang kukuha ng visa upon entry? Mm, yes. Diba? And in so many words, it makes it easier, it makes it possible. And mm-hmm. putting ourselves, I guess, in the position of our officials noong time na yon. imagine from having an inherent U.S. presence here in the Philippines, sa Subic, sa Clark and Camp John Hay at that time, na wala sila. But then we wanted to continue the military alliance, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Then, magkakaroon sila ng visiting, yun nga, visiting forces. Kasi hindi naman tayo yung nagpapadala. Mas may capacity sila to come here than yeah, tayo magpadala sa kanila. But then, there, will, there needed to be legislation or let's or an agreement. This is not, I, I mean, technically an speaking, agreement. is this, is this yeah. a, legis, a piece of legislation? Well, it's a treat. Legally, it's considered a legal document. Ayun. So it outlines so paano, uh-huh. ba? Kasi di ba ganun din parang sa atin. We see it now sa transport natin. Pag walang batas, we don't know what to do. Uh-huh. So ginawa nila ng ganito, legal framework. So I, parang I it's like governing rules uh, regarding yung mm-hmm. like tra- basically the PHN-US alliance. Considering di ba, sabi mm-hmm. la Philippines is one of the key allies of mm-hmm. the US uh-huh. in the region. Kasi, Actually, it does not, it doesn't go beyond visiting forces. Uh-huh. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't comment or it uh-huh. doesn't forge any path along kung saan pupunta yung aliansa ng dalawang bansa. Ang mm-hmm. sinasabi lang niya, anong gagawin, anong kailangan gawin sa kung ano yung mga pwedeng mangyari pag merong visiting forces. Mm-hmm. So it really focuses, as it names says, uh-huh. the visiting forces. Kailan niya ulit ito nag-take effect? 1999. So mm-hmm. from 1999, parang of course, may mga issues din siya between 1999 and 2019. So that's basically two decades. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, bumalit na naman yung sa balita, yung VFA, kasi mm-hmm. gusto ni President Rodrigo Duterte na interminate ito. Mm-hmm. So Sofia, bakit niya ba ito gustong gawin? Right, so Duterte renewed his threat. It's actually not a new threat that, uh-huh. he's, that the President has made, no? but he renewed that threat. Speaking to an audience in Leyte, he was saying that he wanted to terminate the VFA after the visa, the mm-hmm. U.S. visa of his former and first Philippine National Police Chief and now Senator Ronald De La Rosa. He's very close to. Who is, yeah, one, uh-huh. of, one of his men uh-huh. um, after his visa was canceled uh-huh. by the U.S. The U.S. didn't give an explicit reason as to why the visa was canceled. We just know that it was indeed canceled because De La Rosa confirmed that the U.S. told him that it was revoked and that if he wanted to apply again, he could. But it's we don't know if it's related to his involvement in the war on drugs. Not the U.S. Con- I, like our previous podcast mentioned that there are possible actions right. from the government of the U.S. Right. Uh, we won't know that for certain uh-huh. because the U.S. hasn't explained and they're also not required to explain. Uh-huh. That's part of their rights as a sovereign state. It's also part of sovereignty that you don't have to explain why you revoke visas and impose travel restrictions on certain people. So we won't know that for certain, but it's widely believed to be related to his role mm-hmm. in the Duterte government's anti-legal drug campaign. And at the same time, apart from De La Rosa's cancelled visa, at least going by the president's words, we know that Another factor that contributed to him wanting to scrap the VFA was other actions taken by U.S. lawmakers to impose mm. sanctions against Philippine officials involved in both the drug war 
and the detention of opposition senator Lionel Delima. So he was saying that he was angered by it. Um, the usual lines that Uh-oh. the Duterte admin says, it's an intrusion, you are meddling in Philippine affairs, you are undermining our sovereignty, and so I'm going to scrap the VFA, is what Duterte said. So, uh, listeners, if you want to know more about yung mga sanctions na, na mentioned ni Sofia kanina from the US, we have a previous podcast. I think the title says, Lumilit ng mundo na mga mm. nagpakulong kay Delima. So, but JC, this isn't the first time that anyone has expressed condemnation or wanting to terminate the VFA. Marami na ring in the past, marami na question dito. Maraming progressive groups na nag-call for it and parang inline dun sa previous na pag-call sa pag-alis ng base militar ng mga US mm-hmm. Army dito, di ba? Ano yung mga pros and cons ba ng VFA na nakikita mo sa pag-aaral mo dito? Siyempre kasi yung pinakamalaking question, as it was in the very beginning in 1991 when the Senate put up for a vote whether to renew the lease of Subic. Uh-oh. Subic was a naval base, Clark was Clark. an air base, and there was Camp John Hay in Baguio also. Mm-hmm. Sovereignty ang number one issue ng Pilipino, mm-hmm. yung presensya ng a foreign military, a substantial and constant, permanent presence of a foreign military in your country, does that constitute a violation of your sovereignty? Mm, yes. So that's a big question. It's an abstract question, don't mm-hmm. you think? I mean, there's no way to measure mm-hmm. our sovereignty declined by 39%. There's no way to measure uh-uh. sovereignty. But on the other hand, and it's a whole other story to think of who's to blame kung bakit medyo nahuhuli ang ating military in terms of its capability mm-hmm. and credibility in terms of external defense. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, mula pa to nung matapos yung World War II and we gained independence from the U.S., we have largely outsourced our external defense to the U.S. In short, inasa natin yun sa kanila na because there was insurgency and the Philippine military was always battling the hooks, the communists, um, moral rebels, internal threats. Uh, internal threats, then external threats, and because it was a time of peace, the United Nations was established, mm. we were all traumatized from World War II, mm. no one was gonna invade anyone, Alam mo yon? there was mm. the Cold War, yes, but yun nga, it was a Cold War. Basta, in short, umasa tayo sa US for mm. that. Ngayon, kaya na ba natin mag-isa? Yun kasi tatanungin mo eh. Parang kaya ba natin, or is the Philippines able to put up a credible defense posture in light of external defense threats that we face, we uh-huh. didn't used to have much of that before, but now, of course, one word comes to mind, and that is China. Mm-hmm. Um, sila lang naman yung nag-occupy ng... Like, they're, they're, they're the ones who are really... Um, Aggressive. Meron talagang oh, oh, pag-occupy ng mga lugar na sa Pilipinas dapat. Ngayon, nakakatulong ba yung VFA towards uh-huh. that credible defense posture? Yun kasi yun eh. So, sa nakita ko, when the Philippine military works with the U.S. military, Mm-mm. nakakagamit, nakakakita, nakaka-experience yung mga tropa natin kung paano gumamit, paano mag-operate yung isang, well, the U.S. is arguably the best military in the world. Mm-hmm. So, nakikita nila paano mag-operate yung mga Amerikanong military. Nakikita nila paano mag-operate ng mga ganun kalalaking barko. Kahit wala tayo nun. Mm-hmm. Example, yung amphibious vehicles. Speaking in very descriptive terms, para yung mga tanke na sumasakay sa barko tapos pwedeng lumusong sa tubig. So yun yung amphibious capability. For a long time, wala tayo nun. Pero yung Marines natin, nag-train sila with the US. Nakita to ni Sofia sa Balikatan Exercises. Diba? They were training using American amphibious vehicles. And then this year, we acquired our own. 
pagdating ng mga amphibious vehicles natin, alam na ng mga marines natin paano i-operate. Bakit? Nakapag-practice sila gamit yung assets ng mga Amerikanong counterparts nila. So that's one example na sabihin mo bang did the Philippines benefit from that? I guess I would say so because that's capacity built nang wala pa yung assets mo nakapag-training ka na, mm-hmm. di ba? Ganun yung example. Now, does that help our long-term defense capability? You be the judge. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, you weigh the pros and, like, nga, pros and cons. Would you say this affects your sovereignty? Yun na nga, paano ba natin i-measure ang epekto sa soberanya, uh-huh. di ba? And then, the other thing is, American troops misbehaving. So, yeah, yung example I, no kay Joseph Scott Pemberton yeah. and kay Jennifer Laude. Yun or yung, before that, si, oh, si Nicola Daniel Smith. Yun nga yung parang, if I think about, if I hear those term VFA, as someone who grew up na, hearing those the two incidents, mm-hmm. parang yun na nakita kong one of the incidents that really sparked opposition to the VFA. Right. Although, going out on a limb here, uh-huh. my thoughts on that, dalawa silang naging offenders mm-hmm. from out of thousands who come mm-hmm. every year sa mga tropa nila. Mm-hmm. Kaya nga yung VFA meron siyang provision for criminal jurisdiction is because that's human nature. Mm-hmm. Meron at merong someone's bound to mm-hmm. have a run-in with our laws. Mm-hmm. ba? So, rason ba yun para i-abrogate yung VFA? Again, that's a question na dapat we as a nation should answer. Pero, because nga, ang pinag-uusapan dito is worth it ba na over a visa issue? Although, mm-hmm. Duterte claims it wasn't about Bato's visa. But supposing it was about the senator's visa. As opposed to terminating it because nagkaroon ka ng dalawang kaso na nagkaroon ng crime committed mm-hmm. ang dalawang US servicemen. So, do we judge? Was that reason enough? Apparently, the two cases were not reason enough. See, Pemberton and see Daniel Smith. Mm-hmm. Those were not reason enough for us to pull out of the VFA. Mm-hmm. So now, is this reason enough? Uh, senator's visa getting cancelled? Again, that's something that dapat yung taong bayan yung sumagot. Yeah, diba? parang very, parang unfair or basically it's it's shameful na. Well, for me, seeing yung mga prog- mga movements before wanting to terminate the VFA parang it really wastes yung efforts nila na if ma-terminate nga tong VFA, it will go down in history as, like imagine reading a history book na the VFA between the Philippines and the US was terminated because the visa of the president's ally was terminated. So parang it leaves it's a, a dispar- bad taste in them. Yeah, mind. and, and um, it's a disproportionate response Uh-oh. also because why would you put something, an agreement, mm-hmm. that has to do with literally an entire nation? Mm-mm in the balance because of something that happened to one person. I think this was also pointed out by Senator Panfilo Lacson, who himself had his visa terminated mm-hmm. because, I mean, security issues when he was in the police as the PNP chief. And he said, I mean, I didn't make a fuss about it then. Why are we making a fuss about it now? Mm-hmm. It's a disproportionate response. I don't see the connection between abrogating the VFA with, you know, having De La Rosa's visa canceled. And speaking of pros and cons also, I think it's hard to talk about pros and cons then no. So, but then if we just look at concrete applications of the VFA, so for example, what JC mentioned a while ago, Balikatan, the mm-hmm. exercises that allow US troops to come here and practice and do exercises and training with uh, Filipino soldiers and allows them to build capabilities for assets that they would acquire in the future. That's one application. Another one also that was pointed out by former Foreign Secretary Albert De Rosario was how 
because the VFA is present, it allows US troops to be here and respond to natural disasters. Mm-mm. So we saw that in their humanitarian response after Yolanda. And also when it comes to just the smallest minute de- details about them being here. And of course, we had the Pemberton case and the Daniel Smith case and everything. But then at the same time, it was also because of the VFA that allowed us to acquire jurisdiction over those cases. So mm-hmm. it's a really complex, I mean, yeah, scenario, which JC said that I think that the entire nation needs to answer whether or not it's quote unquote worth it. Oh, and not somebody wakes up one day and says, oh, I'm terminating it. Yeah. You know, they, <laughs> at saka, bago ko lang Jades, yung mutual defense treaty, nakatali ito sa mutual defense treaty. Exactly. Ito yung mas malaking issue dito mm-hmm. na meron tayong military alliance with the US, which yeah. means anyone who in- invades, attacks the Philippines is starting a war with the US. Uh-oh. Yun yung implikasyon nun eh. Mm-hmm. A war with the Philippines is a war with the US. Siyempre, maraming fine print yon, but Uh-oh. in essence, yun yung ibig sabihin yes. nun. Ngayon, yung VFA is one of the things that give flesh to that. Uh-oh. Kumbaga, yun yung isa sa mga bagay na hindi yung MDT, hindi siya nananatiling papel lang. Mm-mm. Nakikita natin siya in action, yung alliance, because the two forces are seen working together. Uh-oh. And that is facilitated by the VFA. Mm-mm. Ngayon, isa pa sa mga sinasabi ng guy ni na, ano, secretary, former secretary mm-hmm. Albert Del Rosario, mga geopolitical experts natin, yung optics ng nahikitang magkasama ang Philippine and US forces, syempre double-edged sword yun. On the one hand, it provides a deterrence against China's aggression or planned mm-hmm. aggression uh-huh. na kikwi daw sila kasi andyan yung US, nakita mo andyan sila, oh. hindi sila iniiwanan nung you know, hindi naman matatakot sa atin yung China. Pero siguro sa US matatakot yung China being very blunt about it, right? Pero yun nga, double-edged sword yun. Kasi nangyayari, the Philippines daw becomes perceived as a vassal state of the US. Oh. Para tayong flunky ng US. And I guess yun yung umuwi sa issue of sovereignty. Na for the longest time, di ba, ang Puerto Rico is a US territory. Yeah. So is Guam. Well, ang Pilipinas hindi ka naman US territory, supposedly independent country ka. But why is the US so present mm. in your affairs? In your So yan naman yung kabilang side ng no argument. And we see how the US has treated Puerto Rico in the aftermath of the disaster nila last year, di ba? But that's another issue again. <laughs> ang, dami, ang complex talaga nito eh. <laughs> Pero Sophia, may nag-challenge na ba ng legality or constitutionality right. ng VFA sa Supreme Court before this Duterte mm-hmm. uh, issue? Mm-hmm. Right, so... In fact, it was challenged uh-huh. at least three times no, right. in the Supreme Court. This was in Bayan versus Executive Secretary Ronald Zamora in 2000, Arthur Lim versus Honorable Executive Secretary in 2002, and Nicholas versus Romulo in 2009. Uh-huh. And I think it's important to note then no, that at each instance that the VFA was questioned at the Supreme Court, the treaty was always upheld as constitutional. Mm. And Going back to what JC said no, about it being linked to the MDT, that's important. It's very important that the VFA was upheld constitutional because that's what essentially breathes life into the MDT. Mm. Literally, that's what the Supreme Court spelled out in its decision no, when they said in Lim versus Executive Secretary that the VFA is what gives continued relevance to the MDT despite it being signed by both countries in 1951. Is that I can't do the math? Ago? Is that the century? <laughs> Generation, yeah. Generations, decades ago, <laughs> right? And the primary goal of the VFA is to facilitate, you know, the MDT's relevance yeah. also because it requires you to both, you know, 
prepare and build yeah. capabilities and then the eventuality that there's an attack to actually show yeah. up for one another Parang but you can't show up for one another if you're not prepared yeah. and you can't prepare if you're not allowed to come here Parang and prepare it's so weird right. naman na you, you have this MDT pa rin, expecting the other side to come rescue you if something happens mm-hmm. without allowing them to na hindi kayo magkakilala oh, oh, kasi yun yung thing that's the other thing actually pag nagko-cover tayo ng mga ano military exercises yun lagi nilang sinasabi interoperability uh-huh. which basically means familiarity uh-huh. right yeah and yun eh na mawawala to, yun yeah exactly and can you just imagine a scenario where you are running into the battlefield running into mm. conflict not knowing what to do with one another that's crazy hey yeah. what's up oh yeah God. that's crazy <laughs> my Taylor Swift song dyan eh, na parang going to the battlefield with a sword with a gunfire with a sword yeah, uh, Miss Americana <laughs> so, parang din, I think it's just in line with the overall trend na nakikita ko sa Duterte administration na convenience Mm-hmm. Like, they want the MDT, they want the US to help them if convenient na. But they don't want na parang getting something from them. Parang may mga, mm-hmm. like for example na, and I remember nga for example na, they want to respect our sovereignty, but they don't want to respect the decision of the US to cancel mm-hmm. Bato de la Rosa's visa. Mm-hmm. Yung double ganun, standard oh, nila. Double, oh, double standard sila pala, par- pareho eh. But I think one important question that we need answered, mm-hmm. Sophia. Can it be terminated by the president alone? And the being processed per terminate by VFA? Well, the Duterte administration is of the belief that the president can do so as the chief architect of foreign policy and everything mm-hmm. that he's allowed to withdraw from yeah. duties unilaterally or by himself. Uh-huh. But then and this is actually a question that has been raised in the past. Yeah. We already saw this this very mm. same question oh. come up with Duterte deciding to withdraw the Philippines from the International Criminal, Criminal Court. Court. And this is the same case that was raised by Luxin, Foreign Secretary Teodoro Luxin Jr. when he said, I'm going to start the process of terminating the VFA. Mm. He likened it to the ICC. And, you know, that case is going to play out, I guess, the same way this would. Mm. In the in the sense that it would bring up questions about, you know, the limits of the Duterte's power and whether or not Congress can serve as a check and balance to that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Constitution is clear on how the Philippines can enter into treaties, that it needs Senate concurrence, but it leaves no details about how we are to pull out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the room where, you know, we operate and some people say, oh, maybe he can do it by himself, or no, no, the Senate needs to be able to, you know... Uh, Lagi na lang na say something about paikot, that. Paikot-ikot na lang, di ba? Parang walang prenuptial agreement. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to talk about what if the marriage doesn't work. Right. <laughs> and I think the only detail that's there about the termination of the treaty is that you need to notify the other side and you have 180 days until it is actually terminated from yeah. when you receive the, that notification. Yeah, mahirap kasi feeling ko ang dami-dami nating batas na kulang sa... Ano mong dapat gawin pag kailangan tapusin Basta, na? Ang dami, di ba? Oo, siguro kasi yung, you know, keme-keme na, oh, <laughs> Very why, are we, why are we planning how are we gonna get out of it? Parang wala silang force, wala silang force na it can go wrong, a president or a, an administration can fuck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry for the word, guys. So, and then siguro make other, another question is, Siguro also in the foreign mm. relations side and also in the defense side. Ano yung implications if the VFA is terminated? Is the Philippines even ready? Kaya ba nilang panindigan ito? That is a difficult question. That's <laughs> a really hard question to answer. Uh-oh. Sorry guys, I always De, ask. Okay, na, of course, let's, no. talk, let's try and attempt. 
Wait, uh, I made notes. Yeah. Because Jodes lovingly provided us questions <laughs> ahead of time. I wrote here, Lugi kaba, and then terminate versus amend. I mean, if you have a problem with. Why not just amend? Oh. Mm. First gauge, Lugi kaba. Is it fair to you or not? If you find that it's not fair to you, why would backing out of it be the first thing on your mind? Mm-mm. Can you not re. Iba, parang si Maybe. Defense Secretary Dilfiner and Sana wanted to review the MDT. Not scrap it, review it. Mm-mm. Because there are vague provisions, sabi niya, and which is to get the most benefit for the Philippine side. Mm-hmm. So, kung may ganun kang issue sa BFA, siguro the commonsensical approach to it would be, then maybe we can tweak it. Mm-hmm. And in this country, kasi tayo parang we're so paranoid about touching up an existing law kasi nga meron tayong phobia or trauma from the Marcos era in yeah. which, you know, he flouted the laws and turned it against the, the people. Pero ngayon, parang ganyan, di ba? Pag meron tayong gustong itweak sa constitution, matagal, long, arduous mm-hmm. debate. And it will open, pag sobrang gusto mong i-scrap lahat, baguhin lahat, it will open pa to parang possible na wrong insertions, like mm-hmm. what, do, that, what they did with the charter change here. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, are we ready? Hmm, so you, you're, you're saying if abrogating, terminating the VFA yeah. would mean the end of military exercises with the U.S., would mean, syempre may kasamang, may collateral um, response yung US dyan. Hindi lang, mat- I mean, syempre may pride din naman sila. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, ikan- kinat mo yon. Lately, they've been sending aircraft carriers, uh-huh. reaffirming the alliance, which is widely seen as posturing, um, muscle flexing against China. Na hindi nila sinasabi yon, pero pag nagpapadala sila dito ng mga naglalakihan nilang barko, what does that say, right? Na, Bata namin to. Parang ganun yun eh. Ngayon, pag sinabi natin wala na yung military exercises, won't the US also respond with their own? Meron din silang sarili nilang tampulitis, yeah, I would say, right? Sila, oh. Like, wouldn't they also, oh, well, the USS Ronald Reagan is going on a freedom of navigation uh, patrol of the South China Sea, pero what, sa Vietnam na siyang siya titigil. Oh. Hindi na siya tadaan sa Manila. Mm. And how, what would it mean for us? Oh. How much do we need that? Yun nga, when you ask, are we ready? <laughs> are we ready? Siguro if we didn't, ako, my, my personal take on it, if we didn't have this tussle with China, siguro. Mm-mm. But right now, don't we need all the help we can get? Yes, alangan rin tayong posisyon eh. And I think also, in terms of, if we're going to ask if we're ready and everything, yeah, it's a really hard question to answer, but then we look at implications, for example, that we essentially won't, be able to do exercises and train together and beef up our uh, that security alliance. Uh-huh. What happens, and sure, the MDT will still be there, but what happens if something does take place, let's say, in the West Philippine Sea? And then the MDT would have to be invoked and actually, you know, used. What then? I mean, sorry to push it to that scenario, no? Uh-huh. But I mean, it's the worst case scenario, let's say, at this time, no? Na China behaves aggressively in the West Philippine Sea and... They reclaim an island, yeah. and then what? Because there's no visiting forces agreement. Can the U.S. even can troops even come here and help? Mm. Because that there's no legal cover for them to come here anymore. Yeah, and then we can look naman into the ASEAN because di ba may non-interference ng ASEAN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tsaka, wala mutual defense treaty. Yeah. The mutual defense treaty is, parang I guess its its significance should not be underestimated. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just. For me, many experts say that's really the only thing that keeps China from it's our moving leverage. in. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, exactly, Sophia. It's our leverage. 
ngayon, may isa pa kasi dyan na issue yung EDCA, yung oh. Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement, which is perceived to have been born out of the VFA. That's another thing. And that's the one that's been questioned more because that's the one that allows US troops to preposition assets mm. and basically sa mga may bases tayo maglalagay sila ng assets doon sa mga bases na yon and yung rotational presence ibig sabihin it's just a step further from the VFA so mm. meron talaga silang nakatalagang presensya na nagro-rotate hindi nila base and that's why some of those against this agreement have been the EDGA I mean mm. have been arguing na parang oh wala silang base dito sa bansa mo pero pinayagan mo naman mm-hmm. silang pumalagi dun sa mga basis mo, then what does that mean? Ngayon, again, that's a whole other conversation, but would it also mean without the VFA matatanggal yung EDCA? And what did we hope to achieve with EDCA? And will that go down the drain if we scrap the EDCA along with the VFA? And my next question, Siri, based on your understanding or studying, I'm sure you've read many, many things about this issue. What will make a better argument for the termination of the VFA? Basically, ano yung bad thing that could happen from this VFA agreement that would count as a coherent or uh, justifiable reason for to terminate the, the VFA? In my opinion, no. Yeah. For example, <laughs> in my opinion, yes. termination is a uh, scary word yeah. in a in a scary place to be in no i think if there's any problem you should be able to sit down and, and I, iron it out yeah. and renegotiate because i mean whether we like it or not the vfa is needed for the ndt and the ndt protects us for lack of a better word and so i think terminating it would be unfortunate because it would leave I mean, for better or for worse, it would leave us more vulnerable, at least in the short term, with the current climate in the South China Sea, in the West Philippine Sea, and everything. And so, at least for me, I can't really imagine a situation that would merit a termination as of yet. Like, I can't imagine anything that would, or anything that has happened, that would merit a termination. Maybe, I don't know, if the entity is invoked and then they don't show up. Because <laughs> then, what's the use? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if like failure to deliver the yeah. other side mm. or either side, totally agree with you that you know if you think it's unfair f- for you, then try to renegotiate it, mm-hmm. diba? Ang naisip kung sagot na direct sa tanong mo na what would be a good reason to terminate oh. it? I guess I would say if and when you don't need it anymore. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But even countries with advanced state-of-the-art militaries have visiting forces agreements no. with one another. Mm-mm they don't seem to have a problem with the presence of foreign militaries, transient passing presence, visiting forces in their territory. Yung nga sabi, um, siguro the Philippines being a relatively young nation mm-hmm. trying to assert its place in the world, defensive tayo sa sovereignty natin, and I guess we're allowed that, you know. But, syempre, there's also, we also need to be pragmatic and practical Ayun, so if and when we don't need it anymore, kailan tayo darating sa point na ganon? But right now, even the armed forces of the Philippines admits we're not there yet. Mm-mm. We are not at par with foreign militaries, even here in the region, even among Southeast Asia. Uh-huh. Hindi tayo, I mean, Indonesia, Singapore, they're still better equipped than we are. Yeah. So I guess yun lang. When we don't need it. That's coming from an authority, authorities na mismo admitting that hindi pa natin kaya. Hmm, hindi naman, w- the, the, our AFP, our military is under no delusion yeah. na we're there already. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Before we end, I would like just update natin na saan na ba ngayon itong talks itong termination? Ano na actions ng government na ginagawa nila ngayon in response to the order of Duterte? They're talking about the coronavirus. Right? <laughs> <laughs> If we're going by timeline, right after Duterte threatened to scrap the VFA and gave US one month to quote-unquote correct uh, Batos cancelled visa, the very next day, Foreign Secretary Luxin said, okay, starting the process of terminating the VFA. And then since then, the Justice Department was supposed to submit to Duterte a report on how Mm-mm. to exactly go about terminating that. But then since then, they've also said that Malakayang asked for an impact assessment. And, well, we don't know the results of that impact assessment yet. Mm-mm. And at least on the side of the military, what has taken place? They said... Um Early on, si Defense Secretary Lorenzana said they were the DND and the AFP were going to submit a study on the possible ramifications. Mm-hmm. It's a what if, I think. That document would be a what if. Mm-hmm. If we scrap that, ito yung mawawala, ito yung mga ganto, ito yung ganyan. They were supposed to submit it a few days after they said they were going to submit it and it's been more than a week, more than mm-hmm. two weeks. So I guess we would assume nasa kamay, na, nasa, at least nasa mesa na ni yeah. President Duterte yung report ni AFP and ni DND. Ang weird, no? Order muna bago i-review ko ng possible implications. Like, yeah, because that's... New, new norm na under this administration. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Sadly. So on that note, importante talaga na we look at issues beyond the soundbites of President Duterte and the noise that follows considering the possible effects of his orders on the Philippines on the military. Dapat bantayan natin kung ano ang posibleng mangyari sa susunod na araw o linggo tungkol sa issue na to. Thank you so much, JC and Sophia, for joining me today. The discussion really put forward the important things about the agreement na dapat malaman ng public na hopefully will contribute to more informed discourse, mm-hmm. uh, not only among officials but also the general public, the Filipinos. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this issue and other things in the Philippines now, huwag kalimutan na follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rapper Plus. It is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. If gusto mong sumali dito sa Rapper Plus, visit rapper.com slash plus. Again, it's rapper.com slash plus. Kung meron ka naman na isa na topic you'd like us to tackle in our podcast, siguro with JC and our Sophia and other reporters na Rapper, email mo kami sa investigative at rapper.com. Again, I am Jodeska Villan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Quack, 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 quack,